The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. All right, dickweeds. Big Shiny Podcast. We are here to get inside of your ear holes. And maybe your butt. I feel like there's some serious Tom music that's not being made outside of this podcast. Oh, it's all that's right. It's totally up splashing up. It's yeah. all right there. Just banging right around on this noggin. Have you uh, ever considered just like auto-tuning? Like making your own Big Shiny theme song aside from the one that we already have? You know, I probably should. We should do that, Tom. All right. I'm getting the Get recording auto-tom. bug. Auto-tune.tom. Auto Tom. <laughs> Tom. We can get you Tom. your own SoundCloud account. Oh, girl. Tom's going to be a SoundCloud rapper. The new Post Malone. If you had, okay, question for the table. If you had to get a face tattoo, Ooh, what would had you get? To. Gun to your head. Face tattoo. That would actually be a really good face tattoo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. I mean, you just kind of want to go with fuck the police. Mm. Like... Because you already have a face tattoo, so they hate you anyway. Yeah. No. Yeah. So actually, my tattoo artist has his face tattooed, um, and he's got like kind of some like gothic-looking tribal stuff that goes along his beard line. Oh. So when his beard grows in, it kind of covers it, and then he can shave it off. Mm, that's smart. I'd probably it's do like something along perma beard. Yeah, kind of, but it's like harsher. But like when he shaves, he looks like super metal as fuck. When he doesn't shave, he looks kind of chill. I'd probably go something like that. Can I cheat like all the Mormon women and just get my uh, eyebrows tattooed? There only you go. if you get him tattooed on real fucking angry. Chola, you can only get only Chola, Chola eyebrows. Yeah. I like the idea of secret messages in your beard. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm surprised no one's done like the the lip bottom lip tattoo. Because that's not your face. I that's have inside that. your face. Inside your face. Did you do that, Tom? Yeah, I've had my bottom lip tattoos. It is Anna. What? Yeah. That shit fades out. So her says, uh, I don't know if we're like, well, we're, it's our podcast. We do whatever the fuck we want. So her says, cunt bag. But the G is missing now. So it says, kunpa. Kunpa. What? And then, <laughs> kunpa. That's what she wanted to do. What does yours say? Mine, so I had a friend, and she got Chew, and I got Lubs. So together it was Lubs, Chew. But now mine just says, like, L, kind of messed up spacing, looks like dirt, S. What? What? What is that? So, like, love you, but Lubs, Chew. Lubs, Chew. Like, instead of, like, love you, it's like, oh, I loves Chew. It's just, like, a dumb... I don't know, man. uh, That's so tender. It was real tender, and a huge mistake. (laughs) But... It fades out so fast. Yeah, it only lasts yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. AJ's AJ had his for like a month, maybe. Just depending on the acidity of your uh, of your mouth. I have a new answer. Yeah. I would get you know how people put the googly eyes on their chin and then they hang upside down. <laughs> no. I would get the googly eyes on my chin. And no, then... and then what you do is you get a like a bow tie on your upper lip. Yeah. Chai and I have been joking at work because he's got a bunch of nice sleeve tattoos, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm about ready to get these covered up with some like tribal bands." <laughs> me some fucking tribal butterflies there was a, like a twitter video that i saw and it was or it was probably a tiktok or something i think it was a tiktok and this guy was like yeah man all my tattoos like fucking mean something like they're all so meaningful oh yeah what's that one mean well this one my tribal band means i'm really into feeling like a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> uh good weekend everybody mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay. segue Seg- I mean, right, segue. Well, uh, segue. I hope you all have a good weekend. Very happy birthday to Nick. It's uh, embarrassing on the podcast today. We actually had this discussion when I got in the locker room last night with another guy in there. We're talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you should see his mustache too. <laughs> not, not, on his, not, not on his face, ladies. Yeah. Um, but How much he, is he charging for mustache rides? I mean, his hourly is like I think like one thirty right now. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cheap because like. You only need like six minutes. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's 130 divided by six. Six is pretty generous. Don't make me do that. <laughs> but no, we were just talking. He's like, birthdays are so weird, man. It feels so awkward and shit. I'm like, yeah, don't put your music back on. Let's talk about other things right yeah, now. I feel you there. So I walk in. He was yeah, all by himself. What do you talk about when your dicks are out? I mean, our dicks weren't out. Like, he but was what already. do you talk about your Like, dicks the same out? stuff you would talk about when your dicks aren't. 
to be honest. I mean, we were making fun of the one guy for not wanting... I brought Miller Lite because it's the champagne of beers. And right. so if you celebrate your win, you have champagne, right? Right, right. And we're making fun of one guy who always is like super manly. Like he gave me shit for sitting like this one day with my legs crossed. That's comfy. Oh. And uh, yeah. and he's like, oh, I just don't like beer. And everybody's like, oh, are you not a man, Josh? We usually just talk about whatever. I was talking about fly fishing and shit with Shay because that's what he does. And so just a bunch of man stuff. We were talking about country yep. music because when I came in, he was blaring some some good old Western music. Red truck. Oh, I need to look that dude beer. up. You're talking about. We weren't doing that kind of. We we're talking. He was listening to like old school stuff. That sure. was Yeah, tolerable. Hmm. Red rusty truck. Mid warm beer because we haven't invented refrigerators yet. <laughs> Miller Light. So when I, I went to buy I beer for I the can. game, I stopped at Dan's and I'm gonna buy cheap beer. I'm not gonna buy good beer for a oh. post game because you want something refreshing. Yeah, buy hams. After getting, uh, they didn't have hams because that's mm. what I was gonna buy. Fair. I was gonna buy Rainier. They didn't have Rainier. They had Rainier Summit. Whoop. That's Rainier Light. That's 110 calories and 3.8 percent alcohol. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I see. Natter days, like what? It's Natty Light and Strawberry Lemonade. I saw that at the grocery store <laughs> yesterday, and I'm like, who the fuck does this? And uh, what else was? Oh, Pabst Blue Ribbon Easy, which is the like low like, calorie PBR. Oh, okay, it's like the cans like opened for you already. No, <laughs> it's just I was like, that's the thing. There wasn't just um, regular Rainier, and there wasn't like there was PBR Easy. I'm like, why can't I just buy regular ass beer? Like, what yeah. the fuck is going? So yeah, I got the champagne of beers. Because hmm. I'm not gonna buy nice beer for post hockey it's like, a fair point i buy the worst beer did you guys see that article it was like dude that only drinks microbrews had pretentious hangover yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh speaking of gross i don't know please someone help me through this segue <laughs> i mean tyson's not tyson's not here to berate you on your segue yeah we're good don't worry about it that's why that's why this feels weird because tyson's not here to like just be mean well yeah Let's He's enjoy not, it. Like we're all just being kind to each other. We can other. just all be happy today. It's fine. <laughs> so, Miss Rebecca, you saw like a million fucking movies this week, and I saw two of these movies. Yeah, Andrew was out LARP camping last ah, weekend. Oh, that's right. So mm-hmm. I was like, gotta catch up on all my movies. And so I did. So let's talk about uh let's start with John Wick. Yeah. Okay, John Wick was not one of them. Oh, I thought uh, you saw that. I saw that weeks ago. Oh, oh Jesus. sorry, cool girl. Yeah. Oh, something mean. Uh, sorry. So let's do the two that I've seen. <laughs> rabble, rabble, something mean. I'm Tyson. <laughs> so ah, I'm louder than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucas and I went and saw John Wick 3. Did you see it too, Tom? I forget. I, not with you, but I did see it. Yes. Okay. So then we can talk about it. Yeah. I kind of saw it because I saw Keanu Reeves get punched in the face this morning. What? what? Oh, yeah. Be my baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Wick 3, I liked it a lot. I mean, I liked it just like the other ones. Yeah. It's, so, in my opinion, it's not as good as the first one. Because no. I think the first one's a classic and you can't really top it. No. Yep. Second one, I don't even remember what happened in the second one. Nope. Um, he shot people. To, like, yeah. badass techno music during a rave. Yeah. That was I, the first one. No, it's the second one. I can't remember who I was talking to, but it's exactly what you expect. Right? Like this, a bunch of people is, are trying yeah. to kill him, and at the end of it, things change a little bit. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's what the movies were. So, yeah. The first yeah. one, there's badass techno music, but they're in like a bathhouse. And mm-hmm. the second one, he goes to that rave in that castle. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess that is the second one. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, and then he ends up killing the dude in. Yeah. The, uh, no raves in the third one. No, no oh, pretty raveless. However, oh. they had some kick-ass dogs. Badass mm-hmm. dogs, best horse use ever in a movie. They they made a whole kung fu uh, wiring setup for that. Did you see that? No. Uh, that pre- so there was a truck that drove in front of the horse, and then behind it was a big harness with the two cables that came down to uh, Keanu Reeves while he was doing all the stunts. That's cool. Oh yeah, because he what's what's uh, not side saddle, but when you just hang off the side of your horse. I and think that yeah. Slash. People. I call it the true grit. The true grit. There you go. That works. Mm-hmm. The yeah. true grip. Yeah, very... Use your kegel muscles. <laughs> yep, yep. Pretty aesthetically pleasing. Uh, lots of knife stabbing. Oh, my God. There was... This was the first one that had some scenes that I couldn't watch. I've heard that this was... one is extremely gory. Oh, my it God. It is, dude yeah. Dude like... gets straight up... I'm a spoiler. Dude gets straight up stabbed in the eye slowly, and yeah. you, it doesn't cut away. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, no, I don't like it. This, I couldn't. <laughs> this was... And I love me a good, like, fight movie. Mm-hmm. This one, I did have to be like, uh, 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 no, no, thank you. <laughs> we, were, we were trying to count the deaths. No. And mm-hmm. as soon as they you got to one the, of those clicker dealies. Yeah, we did. Because as soon as they got to the scene where they all are in that little knife shop and they're like <laughs> looking for weapons and then they're like, oh, oh right. we're in a knife yeah. shop. <laughs> we had lost count. We were like, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's already killed 13-ish. Yeah, that knife 
chop scene has oh. the best fuck you kill because it's, yeah. the, it's the end of the fight. It's the end of the fight and one guy's still kind of like, oh, fuck, okay, maybe I can still get up. And John Wick grabs an axe and throws it across the room and <laughs> nails him in the head. Goodness. <laughs> but I think seems adding excessive. to that comedic is the dude that's just hanging out is in the foreground and John Wick is just walking in the background and you think he's just leaving the scene. <laughs> no. Nope. Just a quick fuck you. This movie has so much just like I don't know, casual murder. So like yeah. John Wick John Wick goes to the library because he has a secret book hidden. <laughs> with his like with, with his like mementos. So there's a picture of his wife, in case you forgot, John Wick loves his wife. And his dead wife. His dead wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of tokens. so he grabs like a rosary with a cross on it and a couple of like the gold coins and then one like big medallion y thing. Right. And then from the second movie. And yeah. then this big uh giant guy comes and he's like Right, odd job. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, because yeah. the the contract doesn't open until six, oh, and yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. ten to six, and yeah. the odd job so dude, just gonna or not odd job because he's small. Yeah, the big guy. What's the big guy in Bond? Jaws. 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 Thank so you. this Jaws motherfucker is like, yeah. who's gonna know that it's ten minutes early? I'm gonna kill you now. And so they get into like a fight, and John Wick fucking murders him with the book. Oh my! Has God. the book standing up, smashes the guy's neck <laughs> over the book. Well, that first, wasn't even the goriest thing. Yeah. He like puts the book in his mouth, and it's like bam, <laughs> and like the, he like, visibly sees jaw curb stomp, and then puts his book on the table and slams the guy's neck over, it, and then puts the book back. <laughs> <laughs> library and etiquette. The library, All and the bloody. Library, and the guy's like shh. <laughs> I'm killing you and you're gonna wake the neighbors I keep it down oh my God. well the dog stuff I was so excited for oh, and then man. watching it I was like oh my god there's so many like balls ripping oh those I, dogs like, are every all about attack. ripping off dicks I was so excited for Halle Berry's part in this movie mm. and she's only in it for like five seconds and like her she, whole dogs yeah. thing they're only in it for five seconds and like really cool really cool uh, a scene and like whole like segment and yeah. just it's so well done it's not done in one continuous shot, but it kind of looks like it's yeah, done in one continuous it was really shot. Good fight. It was really cool, but then like she's gone. Yeah, but come on, how about the, the that that had the best line in the whole movie? He shot my dog. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and Braun is there. I kept calling him Jora because I thought it was Jora, uh, but yeah. it's Braun. Yeah. Yep. And Braun's like, I want your dog, and Halle Berry's like, Fuck you. And he's like, Okay. And the dog has got Kevlar on. Thank God. Jesus. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise everybody in the theater is like, Wait, we've been through this once. <laughs> yeah, we already did. This. Oh my God, John Wick six. <laughs> and Halle Berry's like, Mm-mm. and she snuck a gun in and pulls it out from the doggy Kevlar and starts shooting up everybody. And Keanu Reeves is like, Dude, and she's like, He shot my dog, and he's like, Yeah, I get it. <laughs> the dog is like, mm, Dick. And so then they got to fight their way out, and then uh, it's a really he's, cool fight scene. So. Yeah. Oh my God, the dog's like running up the walls to get to people. <laughs> yeah. That shit was insane. Parkour well, running across the like the molten whatever was it metal that they were making? I don't know. They what were they making were the coins. Yeah, that's what the it was. Gold, the coins. Yeah. yeah. So the dogs yeah. are running through all this hot lava oh, so and cool. attacking people. I Ugh. so it was a good one. There's video of like Halle Berry doing like the training for that, like oh. Keanu Reeves does. That's like a bucket list item of mine. I want to do a thing like that. Train to be like I'm in a John Wick movie, but also I didn't. I don't know if there was video of her like training with the dogs and like interacting with the dogs and making the dogs fight. I want to do that. Hmm. I want to John Wick esque style gun training, but also telling dogs what to do yep. and making them do my dirty work. I watched a bunch of interviews with Keanu Reeves and he talked about the Halle Berry training with those dogs. It's some special form of training. And when they got on set, because he hadn't met the dogs yet, they said, don't look at the dogs. Don't make eye contact with the dogs. Halle Berry will introduce you to the dogs. They are bonded to her now. And if you like break these rules, there's a good chance they will attack you. No touch, I no want talk, that. no eye contact. I want that yeah. so bad. Which is a good rule with any dog until you've yeah. it, but I was at the grocery store yesterday and we're in the self-checkout and this guy has a service dog. And I think he was training it. And the guy working was like, can I pet your dog? And the guy was like, no, he's working. He's like, oh, I see that. I'm so like, I'm so sorry. You're doing such a good job, boy. And, <laughs> and he's like, I get it. You're, he's working. And, blah, blah. and the dog's like, please pet me. <laughs> I don't want to be clocked in. <laughs> please pet me. Uh, so uh, one of the funny interviews I saw with the director recently, uh, people were talking about John Wick and like, okay, this is great. You know, and it's cool. You're going to do another sequel. How long are you going to go on for? And the director was like, I don't like this doesn't get a happy ending. What do you think is going to happen? And he said to like the audience, like, you guys tell me how this fucking ends because his wife's died. He's not going to find some other girl and be happily married with her. He's going to either die doing this or he's going to be a zombie murdering people as an assassin. 
Is oh, the director it was funny because it seemed the, the director seemed so exasperated. Yeah. Like I don't fucking know. Like I just wanted me. to make a dope ass murder movie, and now there's four of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, right. so, is, he's yeah. the was he his stunt double or just the stunt coordinator? It was for a the Matrix. Stu- yeah, it was stunt coordinator. Was, it was part. It was a few of those guys that wrote and directed this one. Yeah, yeah. Because they were all buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's counter. He was like, "You guys can do it." And the reason that they're so successful is because they don't cost anything. Because the way that they shoot these movies. It's better for action scenes and it's also cheaper. So doing long takes where people actually have to fight as opposed to a lot of fast cuts like the Marvel movies. So these movies are cheap. And they're going to keep making these things. They're really good. (laughs) uh, You get what you expect. You go and a bunch of people fucking die. The best best part of John Wick 3 is the Iron Chef. And he... uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Morimoto? He's in it. And... uh, He's so funny. He's... He's so badass, such a great fighter. And then the whole time he's like, John Wick, you're my best friend. John Wick, I love you so much. John Wick is such an honor. I'm so happy to have met you. And he's like laying there dying. I fought really good, didn't I? That was a good fight, fight, buddy, right? And John Wick's like, yeah, I guess. He's like, you're my best friend, John. I love you, John. You want to get dinner after this? Just like an Asian dude, bro. And John Wick is leaving and he's like, I'll be up in just a second. I just got to catch my breath. <laughs> He's got like a, a sword through him. Yeah. Like just, I'll be right there, John. You're my oh, best friend. God. I love you more than anything in this world. <laughs> He's like, no, you no, you won't. <laughs> Will you sign my wound? <laughs> Will you sign my wound? And I, even like his henchmen too are like, oh, John Wick, we love you so much. And they like, there's a part where they, they've got him. They could have killed him. And they're like, come on up, buddy. We're not done yet. Yeah, we want to keep and John fighting. Wick's like, Fucking die! <laughs> <laughs> I I also really liked the weird ninja shit where like they can just disappear. Mm-hmm. Like it's like come on, like we all know there's no way a normal human can actually do that without misdirection, right? But that was a super fun. Oh, like all of yeah. a sudden John Wick just vanishes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's okay. One, so like up to this point in the series, John Wick just murders people with guns, right? That's yeah. yeah that's, that's the law that's the movie so yeah. there's a sequence without getting too spoilery where people show up in full garb military garb where they're bulletproof and so it's yeah. a bunch of john wick yeah. shooting people with guns just to like push them back while he keeps fighting them uh-huh. until he can get the gun under their hel- helmet <laughs> and it's not like once it's, it's everybody yeah. until he goes and gets these shotguns oh, <laughs> that pierce armor. it's the most over-the-top gun violence oh it's yeah. so good it's uh, so funny yeah and then uh, but I mean, Rafi, though. As plot goes, but, yeah, Rafi's in Underutilized. It. Oh. Mr. Wick. Yeah, that was oh, his yeah. one line. Like, there were so many moments. Well, do you listen to Comedy Bang Bang? Uh, no. So he, he's on Comedy Bang Bang a lot. And so they're talking about, like, oh, you're in John Wick 3. You're the TikTok man. And they just talk about his role like he's a main character. <laughs> <laughs> he's just in it for, I mean, like, 10 he, seconds. I mean, yeah, truthfully, though, he is a good vehicle for John Wick 4. Sure. Oh, yeah, but he leads the end of where John Wick is headed to. Yeah. It's not like it's that big of a spoiler. He's still on the run. Yeah. He's people just, are still trying to kill it's him. It's been like three days. Like, Yeah, fucking seriously. Like, John Wick 3 picks up 10 minutes after the second one. Oh, yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Okay. So you saw Tell a bunch me about of movies. another movie. Let's, I want to talk about Booksmart next because I saw that too. Did I you did, see that, Tom? I did not. Booksmart Book- is my favorite movie of 2019. Does it have knife fights? No. Armor piercing shotguns. No. Good dogs. No. No. <laughs> Pass. But it's good. It's good. It is it's, like it's super bad, but for girls. It's super. And okay. that, that yeah. is a. That's all I need to hear. A, really, it's kind of a disingenuous yeah. comparison, but it's the best one I can make to get people interested. Well, I would say whereas super bad is probably more on keel with like like a degenerate like me or Tom was like, okay, boys. like, yeah. No, it's just regular yeah, boys. Girls, it's like super smart bad, girls. Yeah, super bad is high school boys who are fucking idiots. Booksmart. No, no, regular high school boys. Yeah, I was gonna They're say, all high fucking school boys. idiots. Yeah, high school, Full stop. High school boys. Yeah. Booksmart is the coming of age teen comedy for girls written by girls, directed by a, a girl, whatever. We get it. Uh, yeah. Are you not a feminist? Because I'm pretty sure the term is woman. Whatever. 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 What's this woman you two, speak of? <laughs> two, two X chromosomes. Two X chromosomes all across the board. And uh, it <laughs> is so good. So basically, the premise of the story is uh, there's these two girls, uh, they valedictorian and salutatorian. Don't ask me. Whatever the second one is. Um, first loser. Yeah. First place loser. <laughs> and. They have spent like their whole uh, high school lives like studying, making sure they were top of the class, never like going out, never partying. Um, and they got into these really good schools. Uh, 
but then come to find out that all the other kids who have been partying this whole time also got into good schools. <laughs> and so it's... Suckers. Yeah, so it's like the last night of high school and that the night when all the parties are, they're like, okay, we got to fix this. We got to go to at least a party. And so the whole movie follows their journey to find this one epic party. And it just does such a fabulous job of showcasing female friendships mm-hmm. and just like the interactions between like interactions between girls and like capturing how girls feel about uh like romantic interest and crushes and it it's just so good it's just, it's just so good very well rounded <laughs> it's very well rounded there's a hookup scene that feels very realistic it's mm. not like sexy yeah. it's awkward yeah. <laughs> they're laughing like it's does it's a very realistic and humorous movie cool and i've been obsessed with it since i saw it, it has a really great soundtrack i love the soundtrack so much mm-hmm. and I, like the the sequence where she's in the pool and she's swimming underwater yeah. i can't remember who the artist is with that but that song it it's a really good movie mm-hmm. it is super funny i haven't heard a single bad thing about this yeah, yeah. it fell victim to anna uh anna perina is that how you pronounce the production company I don't know. Mm. Uh, They always do a really bad job at marketing their movies. Mm. And so that's why it kind of went under the radar because they, the production company does a really bad job of always marketing their movies. And that would make sense because like, I mean, you saw it in theaters. Mm -hmm. You saw it in theaters. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like an indie film or something. I thought it was on Netflix at first. Yeah, because I hadn't heard anything about it. And then suddenly, well, I mean, realistically, my Twitter timeline is you so yeah, like yeah. so rebecca's like this movie's fucking dope and i think pj was like this movie's fucking dope mm-hmm. and that's pretty much and the my only reason i heard world, of it so. the only reason mm. i heard of it was because of pj he's mm. like let's go see this movie and i was like all right because mm. pj's the type of person he's like let's go see blank and i'm like yeah whatever i trust your judgment sure yeah. <laughs> and it was it's my favorite movie of 2019 it's really good mm. yeah i love go, it it's still kicking around in theaters i think so so direct support it directed by olivia wilde oh yeah yeah, yeah. her partner jason sudeikis is in it and i he's, love him he plays a principal he he's he plays a principal he's perfect oh my god there's a twist Dejected that happens with principal. him there's a twist that happens with him that had me screaming um uh beanie feldstein jonah hill's sister yeah ah, i had uh, no idea jonah hill's sister's in it and then the other gal she's from justified uh, I she i don't remember her name the young gal that runs like the weed farm and justified oh, okay she's amazing in this Mm-hmm. And that was something too, not to get down this train of thought too much, but she's uh, she's a lesbian, mm-hmm. and there's quite a few characters in the show that are homosexual. And it was interesting because I watched Superbad right after this. Yeah, like that's all the, the straightest fucking movie there it's is. Mm-hmm. Straight with plenty of homophobic slurs. That now it's like, oh yeah, that was I can relate to of growing up into this period, but it's right. definitely not super friendly now. Whereas in this, like, there's no the uh, the obstacles for the characters who are gay are not that they're gay. Yeah, that's it's just the, like it's, it's navigating being a human just being being a human being and having feelings for our people which is hard enough as it fucking is mm-hmm. but even then like it wasn't oh wow she's gay or you know what i mean yeah that wasn't a, an area of conflict which like, I thought even was cool like too. even in their high school they have like a gender neutral bathroom so that yeah like just boys and girls everybody uses it yeah 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 very good so what i want to move see? yeah let's talk about this you and i talked a little bit about it godzilla oh i haven't seen it yet i'm going to see it of all the people in this room i thought would have seen godzilla already I, you like what I the just, fuck? I just have my time. It's it's a time thing. I've Godzilla, been Godzilla, King as of fuck. the Monsters. Yeah. Is it a good movie? No. Did I have a smile on my face the whole time? Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. It's uh. So people were complaining. 2014 Godzilla. Not enough Godzilla. Too much people talky. Uh. Fair assessment. When you say 2014 Godzilla, is that the first movie in this series? Or is it the Correct. Okay. Yeah, the one with Brian Cranston. Okay, yeah, not the, the one Matthew that had Broderick the one. raddest fucking trailer where they're like parrots shooting in. Yeah, and... it looks so good. And for the record, I fucking love that Godzilla. I do too. Okay. But people were like, not enough Godzilla, too much people talky. And they were, so they were like, okay, so Godzilla 2019, first 10 minutes, monster fight. Uh, and. It's getting really bad reviews because it's nothing but monster fight. What it is it? like two hours of monster fight, and everyone's like, "And what did you fucking expect from the trailer? Like they legit show Mothra, Rodan, <laughs> Gamma Rodan. They are literally fucking like Godzilla. There are seventeen monsters, and I'm like, show me all of them. Yeah, <laughs> we only get like five for two hours though. But for two hours, 
pretty fucking dope. You get Swolezilla. Uh, you get Kent Watanabe being like Godzilla, my best friend who I would die for. Godzilla, the king of the monsters who I love more than anything in this world. <laughs> Two hours of that. You get Kyle Knight Lights. I kept forgetting his name is Kyle Chandler, so I just kept calling him Kyle Knight Lights. From Friday Night Lights? Yeah, Kyle Fair. Knight Lights going like, where's my daughter? And uh, Millie Bobby Brown going, I'm also here. And <laughs> then just the dialogue is so bad. Like, it's just... It's, but that's what I expect from a Godzilla yeah, movie. Like, yeah, and it's... I'm not it's there so for dialogue. Bad. It's so bad. It is so good. Like Ice Cube, Ice Cube Junior, Ice Cub is there, and uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Fenway Park is there. So like uh, Kyle Knight Lights goes to get Millie Bobby Brown, who's in Boston. Boston's a big place. He lands in Fenway Park and is like, daughter daughter i'm like yeah she could be fucking anywhere dude you don't just walk out to fenway and expect that she's there but she was there she was i mean uh yeah clearly he had intuition all right so you here's the the only spoilers i want okay what monster fights are there go okay uh so godzilla oh man so godzilla and the three-headed one godira yeah godira godira so godzilla and godira uh, there's a couple of those. And then uh, Godzilla, Godira, and Rodan. <gasps> okay. And then uh, Godzilla, Godira, Rodan, and Mothra. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mothra versus Rodan, mostly. Is I feel like Mothra is so ineffective. Mothra bitch slaps Rodan. <gasps> I saw a gif of that. Yeah. It was I'm hilarious. She fucking bitch slaps her. I'm going to go see this fucking movie and then, twice. Yeah, Mothra makes her big appearance, and PJ's like, it's Beyonce! Because <laughs> it was just big and glowy, and yeah, and it was kind of weird. Every time they would mention Kong or Skull Island, like the whole cast would turn to the camera and <laughs> yeah, I didn't know so, this, but they're tying them all together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah well, I, because the next one is King Kong versus Godzilla. I oh saw uh, a screenshot that I, I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not, but you know how like for the MCU phases, they'll like put the whole timeline on the screen? They did that for this, and there was like twelve movies, and so like there was oh really Kong, like Kong versus Godzilla, and then there was a, like a Rodan and a Mothra, and then there was a King Kong, and then there was a Mecha Godzilla, and I was like, this can't be a real thing, uh, but it think might it is. be. I don't think it know. is. The initial plan was for the three movies, so the initial plan was for Godzilla. Uh, I think okay. Well, this is already a sequel to... Right, 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 right. So what I think happened, and I may be wrong, Godzilla came out, then Kong came out, and they were like, well, I guess we better merge the two. Mm. And so then they started working on King of the Monsters and Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, but the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters does kind of set up uh, a potential call beyond it, that. Let's call it the Godzilla-verse. The Godzilla-verse. The Zilla-verse. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, it's not good. I loved it. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. I'm sad I haven't. Did you see Shin Godzilla? What? Shin Godzilla. What's that? So it's the Japan. They made it. So after the 2014 Godzilla, Japan was like, you made a weird-ass Godzilla. So they made, like, a throwback Japanese Godzilla movie called Shin Godzilla. I think you mean the 2000, it was like 2002 or 2000, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. No, no, no. Shin Godzilla came out in, like, 2015, 2016. Really? Because I yeah. thought, didn't they do the same thing after the Matthew Broderick? They might have. Well, maybe, Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, you're good. Let me look it up. Maybe Shin Godzilla got, like, brought over, but I, I saw it in theaters in Seattle in, like, 2016. Oh, wow. Mm. And it's um, it's not good, but I loved it because it's like the classic Japanese Godzilla too, yeah. where like there's all like the drama scenes where all, like all of the Japanese leadership are sitting at like a giant boardroom table and they're just thinking, and the camera's slowly zooming into their face <laughs> while there's like a fucking Stegosaurus ripping Tokyo apart, and they're like, "What do we do? What do we do?" <laughs> they're, no, that's really good. This movie it does this weird thing where like it'll show the monster's face, but then like zoom in. Like it's the office or something. <laughs> it's, it's super. So Godzilla's weird. like sitting in a chair, like. And like I you know how Jim Mothra. would always look to the camera. Like Godzilla does that. <laughs> it's so weird. You believe this motherfucker? <laughs> uh yeah. And then the next day. Yeah. What other movies did you want to talk about? Because that's what I've written down. Okay. Was so three. yeah. Then the next day, I saw Brightburn. Which is Ooh. literally oh yeah. So Superman goes bad, and then it's ninety minutes of people going Brandon, Brandon, and then dying. 
And then there's a Billie Eilish song. <laughs> I need to go see that. It's it's this first season of Smallville, but if Superman was bad. Huh. Yeah. Oh, could, will you tell me when uh, that new, the Hereditary guy, his new movie? Oh, Midsummer? yeah. I want to see that crazy. so bad. I want to I see that with you. Yeah. And then whoever else wants we to go, but I feel like it, it would be hilarious. And Danielle wants to see this one, too. Well, it's like when we went to go see Hereditary. I think it'll be exactly like when we went to go see Hereditary, which was the best because you're in a theater full of people who know what they're there for. And like scary (laughs) things happen. And then you just hear this like wave of realization across the theater and then just a series of uncomfortable laughter (laughs) because we don't know how to cope. Uh (laughs) And I feel like that's what Midsummer is going to be. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, fuck, I don't know how to do yeah, that trailer was intense. That was really good. Intense. Yeah, but also, I don't know what it Sometimes. is. Every time PJ and I go see a horror movie, there's like a gaggle of kids there, too. Because there were so many kids at Brightburn. Really? It yeah. was Brightburn PG-13 or R? I'm pretty sure it's R. Hmm. But The trailer looked like it was going to be R. It's yeah. gory as hell. Yeah. Badger from Breaking Bad, he's in it. His jaw over here. Like, it's <laughs> gory. Badger. Yeah, and he's the only one who has the logical reaction to this, like to anything that happens in the movie. Weird thing happens. He goes, mm, nope, mm, mm, nope, 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 fuck this. <laughs> and he's the only one that reacts that way. Uh, and then I went to go see Aladdin, which was fun. If you like the cartoon, like there's a lot of shot for shot, like exactly the same from the cartoon. I was, I'm sure I would like it. The only thing that I hear is bad is that they slowed down the songs because Will Smith like can't like it's hard to do a live action with mm-hmm. the like movement and like spasticity that the cartoon can have because yeah. you can you know animate differently so they slowed it down so, so like here's little, yeah. here's my That's two gripes about the movie and one gripe i don't think really counts because i'm not sure how it compares to the broadway musical but like they add two songs for jasmine and they're good songs but they feel out of place like they don't match mm. the cartoon version of the movie um but whatever and then will smith as the genie he's really good but then they try to do this thing where they're like remember robin williams when he was the genie that was cool right do that and Mm -hmm. so they try to make will smith do that to be like robin williams essentially and it doesn't work but when they let will smith be his own genie like he's so good mm-hmm. but it's like when they try to force like the robin williams version of the genie on him that it's it's weird so that's what so that makes sense. um glenn what uh glenn weldon he's like the npr like resident nerd kind of mm-hmm. guy and he's like will smith is will smith let him be will smith let mm-hmm. him be funny don't try yeah, to make like, him robin williams there's a They're reason the well there's a reason yep. that will smith has an acting career like he's clearly an okay actor right like yeah, yeah let him be like, charismatic I guy see what they yeah. were, i see what they were trying to do they were trying and honestly, I don't think it's Guy Ritchie's fault. I think it's Disney's fault. Because I bet Guy Ritchie had this whole thing where he was just going to let Will Smith be Will Smith. But Disney was like, no, make it like the cartoon. Right. And so they kind of cut in a bunch of like cartoon Robin Williams genie-esque stuff. And it just doesn't really work. Hmm. But then like the scene where Prince Ali is coming in and there's a whole parade and the genie's leading it. He's so good. Like, I thought it was fun. Hmm. but yeah and yeah anyway well and i feel like based on i have not seen any of the live action disney movies to be clear but based on every review every reaction i've seen on all of them i had no reason to expect this to be bad yeah like like they nailed the jungle book from what i understand yeah Um, jungle book was incredible i've seen that and i've seen beauty and the beast and i'm i didn't see i ended i'm just that was fine yeah, like, so why would so, this be bad? I don't know. I consider Jungle... Yeah. I put Jungle Book in its own category because mm. I think it was incredible. And then, like, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, oh, and Aladdin. Oh, Cinderella? hmm Like, they're, they're all kind of in their own... Not the one with Aaliyah? So, <laughs> one, Brandy. Brandy. So, Get Tom, right, the way Tom. I've been thinking about this as a fellow video game nerd, hmm. these movies are like the HD remakes. Oh, uh, okay. That's fair, yeah. It's just... The Jungle Book was... graphics, yeah. you know, quote-unquote. The Jungle Book was literally action. made... In a video game engine, mm-hmm. I never saw that one. It's was that so John? Good. The John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah. I want You'd to have to look it up. John Favreau did like a whole interview about Isn't it. Bill Murray Blue in that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think Jungle Book and Upcoming Lion King are gonna. I keep them separate from like the Beauty and the Beast, the Cinderella, and Aladdin because they're, I think, done so differently. Hmm. Can I 
posture a movie that I'm hella excited for that I've seen the trailer for like four times. Yes. Sure. It's the zombie movie with Bill Murray and, oh. and, Adam, Driver. and Adam Driver. I don't. The dead don't die. I don't know how to feel about it's it. It's gonna be so awkward and funny. I think it'll, I'm gonna have a good time with yeah. it. It feels like something that I'll have to look that up. It reminds me of Shaun of the Dead. Where like yes. there was a trailer, I was kind of stoked on it, and other people were like, "What is? Why would you say?" Yeah. I'm like, "Fuck you!" And like fuck Adam, well, and like Adam Driver, great. like at least the lines I've seen him deliver the trailer, he it's is so playing great. like the awkward straight man so mm-hmm. hard. He's playing Bill Murray. Yeah, he's totally playing Bill Murray. It's... What do you think it is? I I think it's zombies. That's a <laughs> Bill Murray line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I'll add in my what? first. My, um, my first cat, cartoon cat boyfriend might have been Simba, but my first cartoon cat love was Raja. That's right. <laughs> we should just make this long episode and talk about all these things. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. No, you saw a bunch of I fucking movies. I saw a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did you finish Good Omens? Uh, no, we watched one episode and then life got us. I was like, yeah, you guys are pacing yourself. Dude, there's six so, episodes. Just burn so through that shit. I, I accidentally watched the whole season in one day. Here's here's how, why we're pacing ourselves is we started watching it and so we don't have any Amazon streaming devices. So we have to you do it on a laptop and Chromecast it to our Chromecast because you can't Chromecast Amazon streaming. Yeah. Really? Outside well, of the browser. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon and Google, Google hate each other. Right. So. So, we huh. don't ha- so we have to watch it on a computer, but we're not going to crowd around a MacBook, right? Don't you put it on... What about your Xbox? Yeah, there's an Amazon oh, Prime app on your Xbox, Xbox app. Buddy. That's what we should do. Yeah. So anyway, we watched one episode and Anna's laptop was getting super hot. And so we were just like, mm, we'll do it's, this later. And then life got in the way. I, was say, I finished it last night. It's great. Like it does a perfect job of adapting the book the and first. actually kind of like oh. makes it better because it puts the timeline together mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And then having the nar- the God narration is mm-hmm. super great. And then they like add in Queen just right. Queen is the best. That's even Unpop- in the book. Unpopular opinion, Queen is being overused in this year of 2019. Mm, this, Only because of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like I get, yeah, I get this, that it's part of Good Omens. Yeah. I think it's unfortunate timing. <laughs> Counter opinion, no such thing as too much Queen. Sure. I might sit with Tom on this one. Yeah, no, that's fine. Now, there is so much. Could you please is, leave the room? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing as too much Bohemian Rhapsody. There is not such a thing as too much Queen, though. I'd agree with that. And there's too much, like, We Are the Champions. I probably oh, don't yeah, ever have to hear that song again. Yeah, see, they, they do this right. Like, yeah. it's good. It's good. I, like, I'll have to check it out. Just the first episode. Yeah, yeah, so there's only six episodes. So just fucking watch it. So that's Amazon Prime? Yeah. yeah. I saw the uh, preview for Catch-22. I haven't watched it yet. So <clears throat> I read the book a few years ago, and it's like... Oh, did you just graduate high school? Ooh. Wow. Sick. Wow. wow. These two. I don't think Rebecca actually reads, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't read. I listen. Listen to books. See, she's, she tells she's me functionally she, illiterate. She read a book, but really she listened to a book. Why did you um, give me such a hard time about that? But it's so, a goddamn lie. I read it years ago, and I kind of forgot how depressing it is. Oh, really? It's yeah. like it's massive absurdism. I don't know anything about it. It's absurdism with World War II and how horrific it was. Ah. And so I'm like, yeah, Emily, we should watch this. Like, here's the trailer. And she's like, okay, it looks interesting. And we watch like two episodes. And she's like, I can't finish this. This is way too fucking depressing. This is a super depressing show. And I'm like, God, I must be really broken because this is great. <laughs> and then I watched like two more episodes. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is bad. But it's, it's a great show because there's like really funny moments. George Clooney directs it oh, and really? he's in it. And there is a scene near the end where... Is it a TV show or a movie? It's a Hulu series. Hulu series. Okay. It's uh, maybe it's six episodes again, I think. Okay. Um, so near the end, uh, Yosarian is just not wearing clothes anymore. Uh, PTSD. And he's just... He's like in George Clooney's office. And George Clooney... They do a shot from behind Yosarian, and you can see his balls hanging a little bit on the top of the screen. <laughs> and then you see George Clooney's face between his legs, and George Clooney takes a pencil and slowly lifts each testicle, <laughs> and then stands back up and says, your balls are there, go fly another mission. It is so fucking great. I don't like that. No, it's hilarious, and you should definitely watch it. <laughs> but well, also be prepared that it will depress you. I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, I want to interject before we jump to this last one. Did oh, anybody I have watch two the? More. I have two more. Oh shit! Okay, well I'm just throwing this in there anyway. <laughs> Deadwood movie. Did anybody watch that? I, I never watched I the full watched show. Either, yeah. I never watched Deadwood. 
<laughs> are you disappointed in us or disappointed in the movie? <laughs> so let me let me tell you this. Uh, I think I already told this to Rebecca. Yeah. But imagine like with Game of Thrones, if after the Battle of the Bastards, that show just stopped. It was canceled early. There was no ending to it, right? Just for whatever reason, the greater powers canceled the show. That was Deadwood. Okay. When it got as good as it got, it canceled. Now imagine 10 years later, the characters are 10 years older and they give you a two-hour movie that perfectly wraps everything up and hits every that's awesome point, and that's the Deadwood movie. I and some of the what was glorious is they didn't have to have all of this exposition of what happened to characters or like oh Daenerys is now evil we got to kill her. It was more like no you see these people they're in a different place and these people are getting together so therefore I must assume that this is why they're here mm. without having to be told all these things. It's great. So if you haven't, it's a good reason to go watch the whole series because now you get a nice little conclusion to it. Cool. But you, Tom, are never going to get a nice conclusion to... Motherfuckers! Swamp Thing. I have been waiting. <laughs> all right. So first of all, the Swamp Thing thing comes out of nowhere, like, what, eight months ago, a year ago? Like, oh, we're making a Swamp Thing series. And I'm like, that's going to be great. And then I forget about it because... Right? I forgot about it. And then and then Twitter is like, oh, Swamp Thing's on DC now. And I'm like, oh, already? Yeah. And so I'm like, sign me the fuck up. And during the first episode... And you literally like, did sign the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I signed the fuck up. And I'm watching it. And during the first episode, I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm here for this. I'm not sure if I'm here for this. I might be in. And then motherfucking Swamp Thing pulls his ass out of the swamp. And I'm like, I'm here. This movie is fucking great. It's the best thing ever. Abby Arcane's going to be over the dark. I don't know who this rich family is, but they're going to get murdered. That person's going to get murdered. I was so excited. And then a week later, DC's like, hey, we're not making this anymore. We're out because of tax reasons. And I'm like, fuck you. They <laughs> thought they were getting a $40 million tax break. And instead of getting a 14. Right, and I on an eighty million dollars. AT and T is like, guess we can't make this show anymore. Yeah. Do you know why they're like, we need this extra money to go to our pats? He negotiated a big contract, so mm. fuck them but all. But still, you have money. Believe in your fucking IP. Believe in it. Like, well, why not switch to a different place that will give you the tax but break? But also, yeah. yeah, so switch from North Carolina to wherever because everybody will fucking throw money at you. They can't film in Georgia, though. I was like, yeah. here's the, the only other place that they could go is Georgia, yeah. but nobody's going to Georgia right now. Mm-hmm. New Orleans throws fucking money at people. That's uh, They're doing um, shit. What's that uh, other Marvel show? Um, Cloak and Dagger. Yes, that's the one. That's I wanted to call him Hawk and Dove, and I was like, "That's not no, not even that's not it. How do you, That show got pretty fucked up too. I haven't watched it. Uh, they made her get addicted to crack cocaine. <gasps> She's on the Hawk and uh, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and oh, really? Yeah. I haven't. I've only seen like the first half of the. It's pretty solid. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they like New Orleans throws money at people, so just go somewhere else. But also. AT&T, Time Warner, is going to launch their own streaming service because they right. also own HBO. So they've got fucking money. You have money. And, like, this is actually good. It will make money. Like, if the show was shit and they weren't getting the tax breaks, kill it. I get it. It's it's good. They didn't even let it try to be good. No. And episode is. one airs. This show's canceled now. And it's, like, episode one was pretty good. Episode two was fucking bananas. It I is wonder, really good. I wonder hmm. if... Um, services are starting to rely on like the mob mentality like when brooklyn 99 got canceled and everyone was like fuck no ap bio ap bio i wonder like if if shows and places are starting to rely on vocal fans right to like get what they need to say like here's this audience well especially like ap bio is airing on nbc mm-hmm. nobody's fucking watching nbc because they're in, watching it on hulu NBC, yeah like if you put that, if you were to put that show even on like Fox, I think more people would watch it because it's not an NBC show. It's like mm. way too raunchy. Just fucking great. It's <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, like they're they're not looking at their numbers in the correct way. Yeah, your I audience agree. is streaming now. Mm-hmm. Fucking yep. idiots, all of them. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Well, and I think like the problem I have too is that the film and television industry is so mired in this system that like art is dying. And I feel like a pretentious dick bag saying this. Art is dying. But, but think about it. Like Give they have my swamp monster. They, yeah, seriously. <laughs> when they told me it was canceled, my fucking monocle fell off. I was shocked. <laughs> I spit out my brandy. <laughs> no, but really like they have this shit so dialed in that like, it's almost creatively stifling unless something crazy comes in. Like, like Game of Thrones, for as shitty as the ending can be considered, is kind of lightning in a bottle. And the fact that that show 
was as good as it was for as many years as it was. When you have a former mm-hmm. TV writer who sure. writes a book and then you give it to HBO who throws money at things. Right. But you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they nurtured that the right way. What kills me is that it's no longer about like, we want to tell a really cool story that people will connect to. It's, we want to take this product that we don't really believe in and make money on it. Yeah. And if it makes money, which pisses me off because if you don't believe in the product, why would you fucking make the product? No I, one's out there building a product they don't believe in. And if you are, then I don't know, get some medicine and fucking do something else. It's just, ugh, I'm just so mad. I want more Swamp Thing and I'm not going to make a petition because that's fucking stupid. So I'm just going to yell into a microphone and hope people listen to me. I think that's the problem though. It's fandom. I, yeah. I know we've bitched about it before, but the... That's People where the who MCU like has been the worst. Well, that's the MCU <laughs> has been so great because it's like character driven, right. and most of the things that we find interesting are character driven. Whereas the the groups that try to accommodate the fandom, I think, are the ones that just fuck themselves over so fast. Supernatural, yes. John uh, Wick, excuse Arrow. Me. When they turned it they into John Wick, we had the opposite of this conversation at the beginning of the podcast. As far as what John Wick's like, the uh, the director's like, you tell me what to do. What do you mean, though? Because like he's listening to the fandom, and we're the... saying that's a problem for oh, everybody yeah. else. No, no, see what for me at least with the beginning of the show, I thought it was funny in that he was saying like I don't know how to end this, and mm-hmm. so is more of a desperation of like what do you fucking think? Like he's not going to get a happy ending. I'm fucked on this. Yeah, like, that's more, more like, what yeah. I thought. Like, not I so much like I want you to tell me, but like come on, give me a break. And I, I, I sure. kind of feel like the writers of John Wick didn't expect to make three of them. Like I think they're like we're going to make one real shitty action movie, and then people were like this is fucking. I'm no. gonna I'm gonna yeah, talk yeah. to my buddy Keanu who's got a lot of money, and he's gonna help us make this thing oh shit we did good <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hear you but on the opposite end like the swamp thing where it's like oh well we couldn't you know get the money that we wanted to for this and yeah creatively right, so- maybe it's not as good of a character that we could kick off because if it was a superman series that they had 80 million dollars and then ended up having 40 i don't think they would have canceled it right like krypton season two is a thing yeah, yeah. holy shit they finished season one of that yeah, they have a season two. Why? Yeah, see, that it exactly. just doesn't make sense. And it's, I think it just ties back to like, de- like it almost feels like Swamp Thing was really just a way to get forty million dollars in tax money and not actually a way to produce an interesting piece of creative content that they could sell. Mm-hmm. See, what I was reading was that they spent eighty million to make the show, and they didn't want to have a season two to where they didn't have that much money to do that well. They did like too much, that much production value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it would have been a serious step down in quality. They would have had to just go mm-hmm. to a guy in a rubber suit. Because the show was that tight as far and as the honestly, budget. Fucking do it. Make it campy. Yeah. Give me Sam Raimi Evil Dead 2. Hell I mean, yeah. It is Swamp Thing. Like, it's it's not a fucking art show. Go Alan Moore and just do a <laughs> bunch of fucking like... acid and make the show. Yeah. What if they moved it to Utah? We give him some kickbacks. A Swamp Thing in Utah. What do you think about that, Tom? Desert Swamp Thing. He could go fight with the Red. Sure. The what? The red, red is the animals. So in Swamp Thing, there's like different colors that represent like nature pieces. So the black or the rot is where Abby and Antoine Arcane are through. And they're like the denizens of the rot, which is like evil and then and death. And then there's the green, which is what Swamp Thing defends, right? And then there's the red, which is what Animal Man defends. Animal Man is over like animals and shit. They're the sure. red. And then I think there's other ones, but those are the three I'm familiar with. Gotcha, gotcha. Did you have read a fucking book, Rebecca? Whoa. Tell me how to fucking live. Sorry, I was just trying to I'm gonna to be watch Tyson. everything on streaming. Speaking of streaming, Nick and I watched Always Be My Maybe. That song is in the movie. A good it's a you know, a rom com. It's on Netflix. Uh nice Asian representation. Uh Ali Wong and Randall Park. And here's the thing about this movie. No one's a good person in it. No, not really. It's a it's uh They're not like shitty. They're not shitty, but they're not great. They're they're people. They're people. Keanu Reeves is Keanu a huge douchebag in it, and it's fucking wonderful. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is there in the best cameo of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Randall Park punches him. Yep. And he's like, I fucking punched Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves is in it as himself. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. As yeah. a douchebag version of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. And then the last movie I saw was Detective Pikachu. Oh my God, can we talk about it? And I'm mad at everyone who said I wouldn't like it because I don't know a damn thing about Pokemon. Who said I, you wouldn't like it? People, people, <clears throat> people who like love Pokemon and like know a ton of like Pokemon lore and stuff. They're like, oh, then you probably won't like it. I'm like, Isn't huh? the lore, it's just dog fighting. Right. <laughs> 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 Uh, you right. The, <laughs> there is one thing that I know about Pokemon, and is that it's always been this. Mewtwo is my good son. 
Mm. I don't know why. Mm. I've always just been like, Mewtwo, my good boy. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Because Mewtwo's not evil, right? He's jaded. There's a lot of depth to Mewtwo as a character. Couldn't I, tell you. I believe that. So as far as the movie, though, you both enjoyed it? Oh, fucking yeah, dope. Yeah, because like, so as someone who doesn't like know anything about Pokemon, I know- Versus someone that knows everything, I both know at the, the side table. I know that you catch them, and then you fight them. Yeah. Like- and for some reason, that makes them like you more. It's fucking crazy. I don't get it. Yeah. And then like, they can evolve, and they can evolve. I mm-hmm. I know the gist, um, but the movie does a really good job of being like, maybe you don't know. So here's just like a quick, here's how it works. Yeah, with like the kids in the field with catching. The kids, yeah. yeah, the kids in the field, and then when he's on his way to Rhyme City, they're like, hey, like they're so on the train ride to Rhyme City. There's like a introductory video that's like is rhyme city just full of rap stars like is this where everybody goes to rap battle or they go to retire no but it is full of the music pokemon's going anyway yeah sorry um (laughs) there's like an introductory video that's like rhyme city founded by blah 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 pokemon for centuries have we've lived side by side and blah 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 and here's what we do with them but not in rhyme city we live side by side and we work together and there's no fighting allowed and Mm. so i'm like oh cool and so that's like why you see them everywhere rather than like outside the city where they're all kind of hiding because they don't want to be caught or something. Yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah. And fucking great movie. Yeah. It's really good. I thought the thing that impressed me the most about it is that like, and I don't know how they did it, but the, like the Pokemon clearly look like they're, they're totally CG, right? They're totally generated. Yeah. They don't look like they fit in the real world, mm-hmm. but whatever they did in their stylizing it just fucking made sense. It all like, meshes. And yeah. It just looks, yeah, it looks really like seamless and it, and yeah, it was God. just fun. It was fun. Would it have been better if instead of Ryan Reynolds, it was Danny DeVito? No. No. For a reason. Been, it would have been for creepy a reason. as fuck. Yeah. Ryan, there's a reason. So better. No, there's, <laughs> there's, there's some definitely aimed at adult jokes that Pikachu drops that I feel yeah. like if it was in Danny DeVito's voice, it would be, be uncreepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a twist in the movie that yeah. I, I had spoiled for me on Twitter. So, like, I was expecting it. But, like, it's I was like, oh, okay. It still got me right here, though. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds, making me feel feelings. And I just, I don't know. This, I imagine this is what parents feel like when they go see a movie that their kids are like, yeah, we're going to go see a Pokemon movie. And there's so-and-so, and he does this, and there's so-and-so, and he does this. I feel like I understand, like, I could be a parent now. Because I'm like, oh, my child loves this. And you know what? And I enjoy it. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what? And then Pokemon? And you know what? And then, and then, and then he, 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 he does this. And yeah. So you just did, like, quoted my entire ride home from the movie with Anna. (laughs) (laughs) That was the whole ride home. Um, Uh, It was, it was dope. Oh my God, the Torteras. Which one are those? Uh, <laughs> when they're running through the mountains. Oh, cool. And the mountains yeah. are doing the thing. Yeah. Those are the giant Torteras. Oh, it was so fucking sick. When he, go, he goes to catch Cubone in the very beginning. <laughs> and I'm like, that's his mom's skull. Yep. <laughs> I knew something. Mm-hmm. That Cubone's crying because its mom died. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, those, sounds good. Those are all the things that I watched. <laughs> Tom, could you please give us an awkward ending? Don't finger Pikachu. <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.